Are you enjoying Bourbon Podcast? Be sure to leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. And by the way, thanks for listening. Everybody, thanks for joining Bourbon Podcast. We've got a uh, fable and folly proof positive. Joe, we've been wait- we've been waiting on this one. We sure have. I'm excited about it too. Everybody knows about the Orphan Barrel series. This one is aged 14 years. Uh, I am a big fan of Orphan Barrel. Orphan Barrel was not always popular, Joe. Remember back in the day, people thought it was like skank whiskey, but uh, now everybody's trying to collect it and get get those bottles. Yeah, the the, the history uh, behind the Orphan Barrel Whiskey Distilling Company is that Diageo formed the company, you know, back in 2014 or so, and the goal was they were purchasing a number of different, you know, distilleries in Scotland and and plus the distilleries or and the barrels that would come under control in the United States. They would stumble upon these rare whiskeys that were hidden away and forgotten and in the dark and in the corners of the distillery and the rickhouses. And what they would do is they'd locate these barrels and they decided to start this program called the Orphan Barrels. So there have been, if you can believe it, Ben, I believe 22 total releases. And you got the bottles all behind you. And if it's 22 or if it's 21, you'll have to count them all right now. But I've got them all like you've got them all. But it started back in March of 2014. And it was controversial because they released... The old blowhard. It was a 26 year old bourbon. And at that time, there was a lot of discussion about whether bourbon reaches its peak at 12 years, as Julian Van Winkle might say, or 15 15. years, you know, which is the George T. Stag. And then, you know, when it reaches a certain age of over 15, you know, is it, it does it lose its, it's kind of value. Does it lose its flavor? Is it going to, does it become too oaky? Uh, I mean, it was all the things that say, you know, it's no longer just peak. It's on, it's on the way down, you know, down this rabbit hole, like it's just going to get worse and worse. But this old blowhard 26 year old just changed everything in March of 2014. And during that time frame, in one year, they had four epic releases. And those, those releases being old blowhard, barter house, rhetoric and lost profit. And they were all uh, at least 20 years of age. And some, you know, were certainly better than others, but like Barter House today is so highly sought after. Lost profit, I never see it on the secondary market. It's it is a 22-year-old rumored to be uh from the George T. Stag mm-hmm. kind of warehouses. So it's a 22-year-old stag, which is not 15 years. And then the rhetorics were released over a six-year period. Which are uh, incredible, by the way. Rhetoric? Yeah. Oh, and, my gosh. They're and, so good. And that was a great... And this is 2014. They released it over six years. It's actually closer to five years, the way they did it, because the it wasn't quite a year between the releases. But what they did was they released a 20 through a 25-year-old. They increased the proof by 0.2 each time just oh, to yeah. see the impact on it. And, you know... The experiment, which people panned early on, has turned out to be 
it bring back it brings back a lot of great memories for people that like dusties that like older style bourbons they bring out different flavors a different funkiness that you cannot replicate in younger bourbons and so i'm excited about this one and the reason is is that this one has been kind of reviewed some people are giving it higher marks than others some like it and some don't i personally excited about it and i like it because the mash bill on this one is uh they have taken the remaining precious barrels of the barter house 26 of the forged oak 15 of the rhetorics 20 to 25 year releases they blended all those together and then they've added a proprietary blend of at least 14 years of aged rye and mm. corn whiskeys that are at least 14 years of age in order to produce a pretty large, you know, batch of whiskey. But to me, what we're going to be looking for today are some of those precious barrels of Barter House Forged Oak and the rhetoric. And so, um, you know, for those of you that are out there, this is the one that's kind of closest resembles a bourbon. It's not a bourbon because it's been blended with the rye and corn whiskey. But if you want to get a real taste of the older whiskey, this is your chance to get out there and chances are you'll find it under $200 a bottle. It's retailed at 150 and I've seen it still on the shelf periodically yeah. in places around that time. Period. You can still find it. I mean, there were about 60,000 bottles if I recall correctly. And, and mm -hmm. this is a 90 proof again, 14 year fable and folly on the bottle says bottled with pride at Stitzel Weller for what it's worth. Let me pop this. It's very interesting. Are you ready? The bottling is really great on the, Warfarin barrels. Yeah. Not just the shape of the bottle, but the way they do the labeling. And so if you notice on the front, Ben, there's a, a stag, a hummingbird, and a fox. Mm -hmm. And those are the hybrid of the three animals for the three rare whiskeys they bought. Ah, I did not pick up on that. And, no. He's a, nah, I'm sorry. It's a fountain of knowledge. I mean, <laughs> here you go. Let's try it. I have not uh, tried I have not tried the fable pop. Well, the key, the key here first is like on the nose is Right. Be, so, be so, looking for the creaminess, the butter, and the oak. Are you surprised that the collar is not darker? It seems a little light. Maybe it's just the it, lighting in here. It it is on the light side, right? I mean, you, not like it straw, should but, be more like a dark amber is yeah. what it's been proposed to be, but it mm -hmm. seems a little lighter. But the nose is clearly you get the kind of the old creamy oak profile on it. Oh wow! You mean somebody gave this a negative review? Who? It. Um. I want to fight you right now. <laughs> I think. So, I think. You know, there are those that just don't appreciate the dusty, like that funky flavors that you get from these old, old whiskeys. And you can definitely taste it in this. And I have about eight bottles of this at home. I mean, yeah. if I ever see it out there, just buy it because I, I I loved all those original releases and the fact that those are never coming back. And if and if you know anything about the Orphan Bros, as you know, mm -hmm. I mean, the last eight picks, there haven't been a whole lot of bourbons in there. No. So I'm very happy that like there's a few of these still on the shelf. So they're they're also they're also different. So my obviously my favorite was the rhetoric series. And I think and I've had the 25, I've had all of them. Yeah. Gifted horse was incredible. Yeah. Um, so I'm not gonna put this in the same category yeah. as like a gifted horse, which I think wasn't that old Stitzel Weller juice. Yeah, that was like a 18 year or 20 year like yeah. Stitzel Weller. It was accidentally blended with like a two-year corn whiskey yeah i mean it's it so, was amazing but it but but like two-thirds of that juice are the old stitzel weller juice mm -hmm. and when you drink initially again when it came out 57 dollars a bottle 
Oh, you can't and people wouldn't buy it <laughs> because again, it was like, this is just a horrible whiskey, blah, blah, blah. But in the end, if you look for what, in, just like I would do here, if you look at the gifted horse and you look for the Stitzel well or, or here, if you're looking for that old 20, 26, 25, 15 year bourbons that are in here, you'll find it. Look There's the, a lot of the legs it. It's on it. Very, very good. So the, the color is not as dark as I would have expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very creamy. Yep. Uh, you can do the tasting notes. I can't, but that's okay, man. Just as far as a good drinker, this is yep. a really good drinker. You know, there's a, there's this thing that some people call it. It's the funkiness, but I would call it like the aged mm. wet oak. If you think about like old wet oak that's aged and what that would bring you. And that's that crazy funkiness that you're getting in there. All right. What, but what this is has the right that? amount of spice caramel yeah. Uh, is it the rye that I'm liking so much? What is it in here that I've really, I mean, what is it that I, I'm liking so much? I think it's the spice caramel. If you're mm-hmm. asking me, I, I think that between that, because it's a very nice, sweet finish, but then it has this wet oak kind of a finish. So you're getting the right amount of like caramel, a little hint of spice. You're getting some oak and leather in there, which are, you know, that that's prevalent in those older whiskeys. Um, to me, if you're, we talked about it earlier on our podcast, but if you're looking for something that tastes like a dusty and you can't buy an mm-hmm. actual dusty and you can get a hold of this, this is what you're tasting. It's got great. It's, it's, it's a nice balance of everything you're looking for. I don't want to pump it too big. I would just say that, you know, the fact that it's sitting out there somewhere between yeah. 150 and 200, it makes a lot of sense to go out and get it. And really, you know, let me let me do one more thing here to say one more thing. What you need to do next, Ben, is really chew on this thing. Like take a good swig and mm-hmm. really chew on it, chew on it in your mouth a little bit before you swallow. And I think that's really key here because it'll bring out these really great old flavors of the barrel. So and I think that that's so good. From a very amateur perspective, it's not overpowering. It's like it's not blowing me away. There's not like this high ethanol that you just kind of cringe. Um I like the creaminess. It's got it a big, it's, that, it's got that oak. Of, it's got it's lots got, of oak. It's got the oak, but it's not like crazy, yeah. you know, like overpowering. Right. And again, I, I mean, I kind of tip my hand because I'm such a big fan of the rhetoric. Yeah. And you hooked me up with the gifted horse. I mean, we were standing yeah. over at your house and we were drinking, you know, yeah. the gifted horse, which was phenomenal. I actually opened a bottle here too. I've got yeah. one open somewhere. Um, Fable and Folly, 14 year, two thumbs up for me. Joe? Yeah. You can't beat it for the price right now if it's out there. I mean, they did produce at least 50,000 bottles of this. And if you're wondering how they could get to that number, they took all the the remaining batches of of essentially, you know, three different series of whiskey, and then they blend it somewhat with some of the 14-year-old. It's great. I mean, if you want an older taste in whiskey and you want to know, as I would put it, what age wet oak would taste like, with the right amount of caramel and sweet spice. I mean, this is what you want. I think it's, it's excellent. I'm yeah. two, I'm two thumbs up on both yeah. the price and on the quality. Yeah. So the MSRP is about one fifty. Again, you can find this on the shelf. I have seen yeah. it in Kentucky. I've seen it in West Virginia. I'm shocked. It's still on the shelf to be honest with you, it's, because comparatively speaking, yeah. this is a, um, this is upper scale. The bigger issue has been like with some of the other releases, they might be in the eight to 12,000, even 5,000 range. You have at least 50,000 bottles here. So mm-hmm. I think what's happened is over the last 12 months, 
they've been slowly releasing it, you know, to not flood the flood yeah. the shelves and channels. And so my, I, I'm I'm guessing that over the next year, this bottle will still be popping up on shelves as it's being released. But then after that, like the gifted horse mm-hmm. and it's $57 um, shelf price, it'll be gone forever. Yeah. And, you, and you, you won't, you won't replicate that. Yeah, I'll buy, I'll get, I'll buy gifted yep. horse all day at 57. <laughs> <laughs> hey folks, um, Fable and Folly, 14 year. If you see it, pick it up. If you've already tried it, shoot me an email, Ben at bourbon podcast or message us on our social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, check this out. Let us know what you think. I'm interested. Uh, This one has gotten some really good reviews. It's gotten some really bad reviews here. It's a buy. It's a buy. Thanks for tuning in. Are you enjoying bourbon podcast? Be sure to leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. And by the way, thanks for listening. Let's do